before we start the show, I wanted to let you know about a limited opportunity. The doors are open to our online community. Where we're helping clinicians get confidence and success when dealing with the complexity of pain we see in practice. We have Brownie Thompson, Mike Stewart, and myself helping clinicians get the training they need to get comfortable managing pain well. You get live events, workshops, peer support, and direct feedback on your practice and your unique struggles. You can visit the community on your computer or on the go on your smartphone. The doors are closing on May 8th, so make sure you check out modernpainpro.com for all the details and to start transforming your practice today. Changing the story around pain. This is the Modern Pain Podcast, helping to improve the understanding and treatment of pain across the world through education, advice from experts in the field, personal stories from those living well with pain, and more. A modern approach to pain treatment, management, and education, while helping to bring the patient voice back to healthcare. This is the Modern Pain Podcast. Here's your host, Dr. Mark Cardula. What is going on, everybody? This is Mark Cardula, CEO and founder here at Modern Pain Care and lead faculty. I, it's been so long for the podcast as far as being in the groove that I forget what my intro is and what I'm supposed to say, but it, you know, it is what it is. There you go. Um, but coming at you with another episode, and this one a little bit more personal bend to it because it's been a reflection of just kind of my recent experiences um, with burnout and, and really having some eye-opening kind of things that have kind of stimulated me to reflect on, you know, priorities in life really. And, um, you know, just seeing in myself what I do see a lot with some of the people we're, we're privileged to serve in our, in our clinics when we work with folks with pain um, that I thought would be worth chatting, chatting about and just kind of seeing if it can help you folks. Some of you might be in this boat. I know this might resonate with a few. I know Jared has his own kind of experience with kind of stepping back and really taking a breath on things. But, but, but before we get into all that, let's just, let's see how Jared's doing. How are you doing, Jared? Doing good, man. Uh, uh, like, I, like I mentioned uh, last time we talked, I'm, I'm happy to be back in the podcast seat and, and chatting about things. I kind of, you know, of, of most of the things that we do, this is one of the things that I probably miss the most. Uh, I enjoy these chats. I enjoy, you know, kind of 15, 20 minute reflections and ramblings and meanderings of thought. So uh, hopefully people listening enjoy, enjoy that too. But uh, I'm, I'm, I'm glad to be back here. I'm doing pretty good, staying really busy, trying to stay in the AC. Um, I'm, I'm having clinics left and right, like AC units go out I'm trying to fight this Texas heat. So uh, that's been my life lately. Yeah. hundred degrees will do that to an AC unit. Eventually it, it gives way and says, that's all I got. Yeah. Thank, I shouldn't even speak that into the world because now probably today my our air conditioning at our house will probably go up, but you're in the nice new hall abode. So your, your AC unit's got at least another decade on it. Let's hope at least. But, um, yeah, let, you know, let's talk a little bit about burnout because I think it's, you know, you hear talked about a lot on, you know, various periods of time and I've seen it talked about in social media, but I think it all came to head for me personally, just uh, I was at our San Diego pain summit like presentation, um, you know, which was a source of stress, just kind of prep preparing for it and all that stuff. Um, and, you know, but leading up to it, there's just, you know, modern pain care. I've had all these grandiose plans of like, you know, taking over the world and we're going to, you know, do all these different things. And, you know, I had like, you know, three different projects spinning in that. I'm working full time at uh, Midwestern University, great university, great faculty and great folks I, I get to work with there and students. Most importantly, I get to work with. Um, and then obviously you're trying to be a husband and a, a dad and, and all those things. And it, it just got to the point where leading up to that uh san diego pain summit presentation i was just like anxiety was just like waking up at 
you know, the one o'clock in the morning and the race and thoughts, the brain just going into a million things like of all these things I have to do the next few days and all these different things. And there's a few times where I was getting up at three o'clock in the morning to start doing stuff. And it, it just became unsustainable. And it really like it, when I was in that hotel room at uh, San Diego Painting Summit, I just had one of those nights where I think I woke up at midnight and could not fall back asleep. And it was just like, I can't go on this way. I'm starting to get, you know, GI issues, which I won't go into detail with, but, you know, we talk about chronic overlapping pain conditions and all these different things that can be, you know, stress system dysfunctions and, you know, dysregulations and stuff like that. But it was interesting seeing it in myself as far as seeing like some of that burnout. And you may have noticed, I, I know Jared has stepped back a bit, but I, I've not been the huge social media maven. I'm not a huge fan of social media, just in such the division it sometimes foments around just good people on both sides of, of some discussion topics. But um, yeah, I've really stepped back and done minimal to, to zip over the last, gosh, when was any, that was in February. So it's been, a, it's been a good chunk of time, which has been invigorating for me. Like, I feel like I'm recharged, um, really have chatted with Jared about, man, like still like to do this type of stuff. I agree with Jared, like, you know, podcast and sitting in a chat with him and then, um, you know, doing the whole, I like audio editing. I like, you know, putting some graphics together. I like doing the whole social media marketing things from that end of it. Not, not the, you know, throwing stones at people and, and getting in ugly arguments and stuff like that. Cause it can evolve into that, of course. But I think that reprioritization and stuff is, I mean, I felt the best I've felt in a long time, despite having a stress fracture in my foot, which we won't go into that too much, but uh, that was just getting too feeling way too good and trying to do way too much on the training front, um, which I paid for, for through a fifth metatarsal stress fracture. I'm currently wearing a lovely boot, which wearing a boot in a hundred and change in Arizona in the summer, nice black, you know, cam walking boot, although it's a short one. So thankfully it's not all the way up to my knee, but yeah, it's been a, a pure joy with that. Um, those of you who've worn them can probably relate, but so yeah, it's just been a, a point of reflection for me. And I think it's, it's something that I think you have to, we have to recognize we live in a society where, and I, I definitely bought into this, you know, the Gary V hustle culture, where it's just like, if you're not grinding and working, you know, Greg Todd's a great influence in our profession. He's done some great things to help, you know, uh, physical therapists, you know, uh, really improve their big business acumen and, and, you know, marketing themselves and, and kind of competing in the marketplace for attention and an audience and a, and a business that's successful, which he does an amazing job at. But I do think sometimes in those messages, there's this like, you got to just keep working hard. And if you're, if you're watching TV at night, somebody's working and, and like, if you're, if you're just, there's this feeling like, man, if I'm not literally grinding on this stuff that I'm falling behind and I'm not, you know, meeting my goals and man, it's just a, that's just not a healthy way to be for, at least it wasn't for me. I can't speak for others. Maybe they thrive on that type of pressure, but for me, it was getting to be, you know, negative impacts on my health. I'm just curious in your experience, Jared, with the whole hustle culture, because I think it's obviously a big thing, um, you know, with, with, and, and you've hustled. Uh, I've, I always have sometimes just sat back and like, I don't know how the hell Jared Hall does all the things he was doing with social media and being present on Instagram and, and then, you know, being very busy and with his work and job and, and then being a husband and traveling and all this different stuff. But I'm curious what your perspective on things are on that, Jared. Yeah, um, I was very much a, I was very, very much in the hustle culture mindset, like got to be working all the time. If I'm not working all the time, uh, I felt guilty. I felt bad. I felt lazy. Um, whether it was working on something, social media, working on something with Optum, working on something with modern pain care, teaching at the local university. Um, a lot of people don't know this, but for several years, I, I helped run a home health staffing company. And I, I, 
I did professional ballet PT coverage and, you know, lots of things on the side, right. That it just felt like I always had to be doing something, always had to be working, always had to be uh, pushing forward, making sure I stayed ahead of everybody else, making sure I was the guy that was working the hardest. And, you know, a lot of that, a lot of that, you know, like you mentioned, kind of Gary V mindset, and I was able to sustain it for, you know, five or six years, but it started to catch up. It started to get to be too much. It started to become very disenchanting. It started to uh, take a physical toll on me. A lot of the waking up in the middle of the night, a lot of the, you know, getting up at four o'clock in the morning to work on stuff and uh, a lot of taking away from time, you know, with my wife and being distracted because I've got to do this and I've got to do that. I'm only halfway here. I'm only halfway present while I'm doing stuff. And that, that, that builds up in it. I think that every person it, at a different point in time, it probably comes to a head. And, you know, we, we readily recognize that different human beings have different physical capacities, right? Some, some people are professional athletes and, and their body can tolerate incredible stresses and produce all this force and recover really fast. And they're super resilient. But for some reason, like we don't apply that same thought process to, to other parts of life, whether it's psychological or so, you know, social or, you know, um, resiliency with lack of sleep and resiliency with just, you know, being constantly on or working really hard. Like, Without a doubt, there, there's likely a bell curve distribution on this. And, and maybe your your Gary V, your Elon Musk, your whoever it is, right? These people that like, oh yeah, I, I sleep like three hours a night and I work, I work you know, 21 hours a day every single day and I never stop. It's like, well, those people are the exception. Those people are not the rule. And you know, you're taking advice from the exception to the rule and, and thinking that you should be able to do that. That does, that's not very realistic. That's like saying, that's like a freaking, you know, Emmett Smith in his heyday, just walking up to you and saying, well, yeah, dude, you just, just run faster and be stronger and juke harder and, and, and roll around people. You just do it. You just like, you just, just do it, you know, just keep working harder at it and you'll just do it. It's like, no, that doesn't, doesn't make sense. That's like LeBron James and yeah, dude, you just jump from the free throw line and, and drop the ball in the hoop. You can just do it. <laughs> like we have these, we have this recognition that that's not how physical, you know, aspects of who we are work. Why don't we have that recognition that not everybody necessarily has the same just ingrained resiliency to constant chronic stress and constant lack of sleep and constant anxiety and, and drive to, to do more and to hustle harder and to do more and to hustle harder. Um, it really, it all comes down to recovery and capacity. And at a certain point, every person reaches what their capacity is and, and uh, what their ability to recover is. And that probably changes throughout your life. And it probably changes in different seasons of your life. And it, it changes, you know, better, better or worse as you age or um, whatever it may be, you know, it makes me think of uh, our buddy, Matt, Matt Lowe's vector model, right. Um, and, and maybe different vectors, different stressors in your life carry a, a greater or lesser magnitude at different points in time in your life. And maybe your, your ability to be resilient of those is also constantly moving. And I think that it just so happened that you and I hit that point right about exactly the same time. And uh, I don't know if that was coincidence or not. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it was interesting. I remember when I was kind of just telling you like, man, I got to step back. I got to like, you know, take the foot off the gas. Cause it's just, you know, I'm not in a healthy situation. Just mental health anxiety was mainly the big thing. And it was just becoming to where, you know, I could see it physically impacting, you know, usually when my reflux and, uh, you know, GERD kicks up and, and, and those type of things and, um, you know, headaches and just, uh, you know, various things where I can, it's, I'm trying to be more in tune because I try to help patients being more in tune of like their body kind of telling them things, you know, as far as like, Hey, you, you need the foot off the pedal. And uh, I like how you draw to, to Matt's vector model. Cause I think it's a very helpful clinical tool. We use it a lot with when we are helping mentor students and, and, and teach uh, things, but uh, you can bring this back. I mean, I have a patient right now too. And I, I think we can sometimes fall victims to this as therapists too, is like, you just got to exercise. You got to get active. You got to get fit. You got to get, you got to get strong. You got to get, and I have a patient right now where she's like in her early forties, but you know, caregiving for uh, like nieces and nephews, I think serving as their primary caregiver. Um, and then she's got uh, two special needs kids. She's got um, a boatload of other personal things going on with, with stress and, and different things with her, uh, her family. Um, and I, there's numerous other things, but it became apparent that if I just lumped up this pressure for her to be this fit human type thing, we've focused on foot off the pedal, breathe, self-care, relaxation, um, you know, meditation, those type of things. I, cause I just like, I, I look at this, I'm like, I want, I don't, if I did that, I was getting stressed just hearing the story that was coming out of there. But I think it's important too, cause I, we fall victim to this simplification of, of pain. Uh, oftentimes I know I did where it was just something where, you know, a person comes in their weak, they need to get stronger, you know, can't get, go wrong getting strong. And in, in cases that that's fine, but maybe strength is, your ability to say no, maybe it's your ability to, to just take the foot off the get up gas pedal and have some self-care moments where you, you jump in a, a nice hot bath or you do some, a nice walk and, and listen to some music that brings some joy to you to where you, you just get the system to, to start just regulating a little bit more. Um, I know for me, that's been basically it. I've been focusing on really enjoying. I, I love my CrossFit community. I get in there uh, five days a week and have fun with some good people there. I, I've been really focusing on just swimming with my daughter in our pool and, and just hanging with the family and prioritizing that stuff. And it's been amazing for me how much better I'm sleeping, how much better I feel. But uh, we, I think the John Lerner's quote that I, we always bring into it is like, you see a human in a long movie with a complex cast. We see him in one frame of that long movie with a comp- complex cast. And it's, it's our job to kind of see if we can understand that story and not be naive to think that it's the one vector is biomechanics and mechanics only. I'm not saying they can't be part of the vectors that, that are in there, but I think they get so overemphasized in our profession that we forget that we, we treat human beings, man, that, that are dealing with human being stuff, which is a lot more than their dynamic valgus at their knee for some people. Now, again, it can be important performance levels and we don't want to get hate mail here on, on the podcast because I shunned dynamic valgus. But um, yeah, I just think, man, it, it's really resonated to me and it's really prioritized my patient interview of really giving that person a stage to really, how can I best understand what's going on in this person's life? Now, sometimes I think we find out that this person's got a lot of good things working for them. I don't probably need to work, worry too much about you know, getting them to start slowing down a little bit. But uh, I think it's really, you know, brought out the thought that, man, there's a lot of people that just need to learn how to 
do self-care and just kind of take good care of themselves because the, the trajectory they're on just isn't sustainable and their body's telling them, you know, migraines, uh, the, the person I'm working has a lot of the chronic overlapping pain conditions. I think she'd probably fit the criteria for fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue syndrome. She's got IBS. She's got migraine. She's got TMD. Um, the things that we teach about chronic overlapping pain conditions and uh, helping her see how these things, because again, what does healthcare do? They go, you go to every ologist that splits you into a tree and nobody looks at the forest that everybody's out there the tree specialist that nobody connects the dots of like this is your life that's materializing itself into various body systems where an ologist is going to tell you you have something wrong in that specific system when i'd argue it's a lot to do with the the forest of of the environment and the the narrative that you're living right now is just not a sustainable one and your body's telling you so but what are your thoughts on it Jared? Yeah, it's, you know, the more I, you mentioned the chronic overlapping pain conditions quite a bit. And the, the more and more I read about that, the more I recognized that a lot of these conditions that just so happen to be the most common musculoskeletal complaints, the most common conditions, right? Chronic low back pain, uh, TMD, tension type headaches, migraine type headaches, irritable bowel syndrome, things like this. Those are symptoms, you know, those aren't necessarily just isolated conditions on their own. We've we've had the tendency to say, well, you've got migraines. You've got this neurovascular cascade that's a problem that's, you know, this mechanism here. You've got TMD. Well, you've got this problem in your jaw and it's a disc problem or it's a muscle imbalance problem or a tight joint. You've got chronic low back pain. It's because your transverse abdominus has got a 50 millisecond delay and you're not bracing your core right or whatever it is. But really, it's much more likely that each one of those is a manifestation of an underlying problem in a lot of situations. And maybe that underlying problem or that underlying, uh, you know, we'll say dysfunction or dysregulation, uh, it, it just it has the potential to give rise to any and all of these different symptoms and each individual person and in their lifestyle and maybe their genetics and maybe the physical activity that they do or don't participate in uh, makes one of those symptom classes more or less likely to emerge. Um, But we're treating a lot of symptoms, you know, we're putting band-aids on a lot of symptoms just by, just by focusing on that rather than trying to dig deeper into what is actually driving all of this, what's giving rise to this. And, and I think that we could probably do a better job um, with our patients, with people in general, helping them understand that, you know, and uh, something else that you were, when you were talking that, that I started to think about is that, that hustle culture and that constant fast pace of life if you're familiar with blue zones in the world and you pull up the list of all of the blue zones in the world where people, you know, often live to a hundred years old, um, you'll be very hard pressed to find hustle culture in any one of those blue zones. And I don't necessarily think that that is coincidental. I know that there's a lot of complexity that goes into, uh, people living to be a hundred years old and, 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 you know, being physically fit or staying active up to uh, a century. And, you know, a lot of it's diet and a lot of it's, um, genetics and, and that sort of thing. But a lot of it is probably also, uh, in general, the lifestyle and the level of the level of stress and the level of anxiety and the level of hustle culture and, and work from sun up till sundown at just like more, 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 more. Uh, so it's just, a, I see all of this stuff tied together and I see 
you know, quote unquote, optimal health outcomes on, on one hand and hustle culture on the other hand, and they don't they don't go well together. I don't think that I don't think that hustle culture lends itself to a long term, really healthy lifestyle with with awesome, uh, you know, quality of life and, and duration of life. No, I couldn't agree with you more, man. I've seen it myself and I, and I, I see it in patients too. And then you see, you see these stories of like healthy people that suddenly, you know, have a cardiac event and where you wouldn't see it. But a book that I think any human should read is just why zebras don't get ulcers. You probably heard me talk about this, but it's just a great book from Robert Sapolsky on stress biology that kind of puts some science behind what we're talking about. And he'll talk about, you know, uh, the war torn areas and some of the developmental delays and, and horrible things that people that, you know, live in constant fear for their life. Again, think about some of these poor people in Ukraine um, and some of these war torn areas growing up where a walk to school could be a deadly event. Like I, it sometimes it's hard for us to even conceptualize it because we live in such a, a society where that's just not even part of it. But I mean, when life is that stressful and you can see some of the studies on those folks that live in these war torn, high stress areas and how that does it. And then again, the blue zone things, I think is a great thing to bring up as far as like looking at some of the common threads in these things. And I would agree. I, I don't think hustle culture exists about them. They, they, they tend to sit back and, and, and take breath and you know, enjoy where they're at instead of like where they're not and fret about where they aren't currently. And it's just, um, yeah, it's interesting. And I think, you know, probably we could get into some deep stuff culturally and capitalism and all these different things, which we, we're, Jared and I make a point not to get too deep into, into politics <laughs> and stuff. We're, we're apolitical in this podcast just because I don't feel like in harbor or navigating any of the stuff I see on social media when any political discussions get going on. But I think it's important to reflect that how politics and our cultural values and different things can can reflect a healthcare culture and a culture of just, you know, well-being or lack thereof. And I um, I think COVID might have exposed the U.S. and some of the unhealthy. Did that maybe make folks more vulnerable to having issues when if COVID, unfortunately, was something they had to deal with? Um, I think there's some strong evidence that that might be the case, but um, obviously there's complexity to any discussions around this stuff. But in the end, my recommendation, just every once in a while, it's just healthy to take a breath, man. And it's okay to not be working. It's okay to not be grinding. That's been one of the biggest eye openers for me. And holy cow, man, has life become much better. And now I feel like I'm getting back to, yeah, I'll do some things. Jared and I've talked about, we'll, we'll, we got some things we're going to be doing, no major uh, earth shattering announcements, but we'll have some, some things that'll keep us busy in the modern pain care front that, uh, um, you know, it, you know, feeds that little need to, to be able to teach and kind of, you know, help some folks navigate some of the troubles that we've navigated, but it's going to be at a much more healthy pace and a pace that allow us to kind of sustain it and um, continue to put the quality into it that we feel uh, all you folks deserve. So hopefully you've enjoyed the discussion. Hopefully you've found some value in it. And then again, if it's, if you feel like this resonates for you, I'd love to hear your comments either on our Instagram feed for this podcast or on a Facebook page. Um, Cause I think it's helpful for people to know that that's the struggles real when it comes to this stuff. And it's okay to not be doing okay with this stuff. And, and it's nothing to be ashamed of. Um, it, you know, sometimes you feel like you're a faulty human because you're, you're cracking under the pressure and you don't want to, you don't want to look weak and vulnerable, but man, it, we all have those moments. And I know Jared and I both have had those burnout moments and recently, and I think coming to terms with it and looking it in the face and, and kind of reflecting on it and trying to be a better version of ourselves has, has been very helpful. So any, anything you want to leave folks with this uh, episode, Jared? No, man, I just, uh, I just really encourage, um, people to, 
to maybe share their own experiences with this in the comment section or, or start a dialogue on it just because uh, I think that there's a lot of people in particular, my experience with a lot of, uh, you know, new grads and, and, and younger clinicians right now kind of have this mindset that they're in, they're in a hurry to get to the end, you know, in a year, whatever the end is, right. That's a moving target. They're in a hurry to get to that spot. Um, and, and, you know, maybe if you slow down a little bit, you enjoy the process a little bit more, you, you come away with a different perspective. Yeah. Enjoy the journey, man. Cause the destination, sometimes there's always going to be a destination that you're not at that you're going to worry about that you got to keep grinding to get to. And I think sometimes we forget to enjoy that journey, which can be not the healthiest place to be. So yeah, definitely let us know if you've had any experience with it. We'd love to hear your thoughts and maybe something that you can share with others that they can resonate with. And hopefully we can all help each other kind of get along this crazy rat race. That is uh, the humanity and, and the lifestyles we lead. But uh, until next time, I hope you guys enjoy the episode. We will talk to you then. This has been another episode of the Modern Pain Podcast with Dr. Mark Karchula. Join us next time as we continue our journey to help change the story around pain. For more information on the show, visit modernpaincare.com. Also, visit the Pain Masterminds Network on Facebook for free education and resources. This podcast is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not a substitute for medical advice or treatment. Please consult a licensed professional for your specific medical needs. Changing the story around pain. This is the Modern Pain Podcast.